Welcome back to the Hemingway List podcast. We're talking about Francis Qualls. I got a bit ahead of myself. I said, did we just hear from our first female poet? Turns out no. Swims is a mum for she's a sigh. No, we did not. IRL, my first name is Frances with an E. The E is used in a feminine form. The I is used in a masculine form. There we go, I didn't know that. One is amazed how many people don't know this, which is why I'm forever saying Francis Milne. Funny story, so back in the day in university I majored in civil engineering, which decidedly did not have a lot of females in class. Sometimes I was the only one. Roll call was often taken in class. When my name was called out, the expectation was a male will answer, regardless of that pesky E. There was many a stare, startled glance up from the instructor when they heard an unmasculine voice pipe up from with here for the first time. Andy, you must not have met a Francis with an E. Now you have. Well, I think I have, actually. Um, but I just didn't realise the the, um, the difference in spelling. Um, but I've definitely met a female Francis. Swimmer also says this. There are many of us who have been part of Hemingway since its inception. Hemingway list. Remember our feelings and comments about Wuthering Heights, the enormous room? I'm on the cusp of maybe not hate reading but becoming hopelessly cynical ironical and sarcastic about these poems and I have a suggestion we need to intersperse these poems with readings from one of the last remaining two books I suggest the non-fiction book because it is somewhat dry but at least it has a narrative I also suggest we begin before John Milton because I think it will break our spirits okay um, Acoustic Eels agrees I think so too I'm trailing off a little too bad we didn't do poetry sooner. We could have had more books to intersperse it with. Well, I guess when you vote on what to read next, inevitably as you get towards the end of the list, you're going to have the ones that people wanted to read least, uh, which is not something I foresaw, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, I hear you. Like these poems are, well, I mean, we're not even halfway through and we are getting poem fatigue where I feel like I'm not really ingesting them, or we are not, as much as we could. Um, so I hear you, and we'll figure something out. Um, for now, we'll keep going with the poetry book, because I'm still away from home. So when I get back, which is tomorrow night, um, I'll put some thought into it, and we'll figure out how can we spice things up a bit. Um, but for now... Let's carry on. So if that wasn't a female poet, it was either a, like a homoerotic poem or it was one of those Jesus ones where they just talk about how much they love him and it sounds homoerotic but it's actually just really gaudy. It's one or the other. I don't know which one. Today's poet is Henry King, Bishop of the Chichester, born 1592 died 1669 first poem is called a contemplation upon flowers brave flowers that i could gallant it like you and be as little vain you come abroad and make a harmless show into your beds of earth again you are not proud you know your birth for your embroidered garments are from earth you do obey your months and times but i would have it ever spring my fate would know no winter never die nor think of such a thing oh that i could be I could my bed of earth but view and smile and look as cheerfully as you. 
O teach me to see death and not to fear, but rather to take truce. How often have I seen you at the beer, and there look fresh and spruce, you fragrant flowers, then teach me that my breath, like yours, may sweeten and perfume my death. A Renunciation We that did nothing study but the way to love each other with with which thoughts the day rose with the light to us and with them set must learn the hateful art how to forget we that did nothing wish that heaven could give beyond ourselves nor did desire to live beyond that wish all these now cancel must as if not writ in faith but words and dust yet witness those clear vows which lovers make witness the chaste desires that never break into unruly heats witness that breast which in thy bosom anchored his whole rest. Tis no default in us, I dare acquire thy maiden faith, thy purpose fair and white, as thy pure self cross planets did envy us to each other, and heaven did untie. Faster than vows could bind, oh, that the stars, when lovers meet, would stand opposed in wars. Since then some higher destinies command, let us not strive nor labour to withstand. What is past help? The longer state of grief, grief can never yield a hope of our relief. Fall back our arms, take home our fruitless loves that must new fortunes try like turtle doves dislodged from their haunts. We must in tears unwind and love knit up in many years in this last kiss I here surrender thee back to thyself, so thou again art free, thou in another sad as that resend the truest heart that ever lover did lend. Now turn from each, so fair our severed hearts, as the divorced soul from her body parts. Exequy of his wife. Except thou shrine of my dead saint, instead of dirges this complaint, and for sweet flowers the crown thy hearse, receiving a strew of weeping verse from the grieved friend whom thou mightest see quite melted into tears for thee. Dear loss, since thy untimely fate my task hath been to meditate on thee, on thee thou art the book, the library whereon I look. Thou almost blind for thee loved clay, I languished out not live the day. Thou hast benighted me, thy set. This eve of blackness did beget who wast my day thou overcast, before thou hadst thy noontide past. And I remember must in tears those scarce hadst seen so many years. As day tells hour by the clear sun, my love and fortune first did run, but thou wilt never more appear folded within my hemisphere. Since by both thy light and motion, like a fled star, is fallen and gone, and twixt me and my soul's dear wish, the earth now interposed is, I could allow thee for a time to darken me in my sad climb, were it a month, a year, or ten, I would thy exile live till then, and all that space my mirth adjourn, so thou wouldst promise to return and putting off thy ashy shroud, at length disperse this sorrow's cloud. But woe is me, the longest day too narrow is to calculate, 
These empty hopes never shall I be so much blessed as to discree. A glimpse of thee till that day come with which shall the earth to cinders doom, and a fierce fever must calcine the body of this world like thee. My little world, that fit of fire, once off our bodies shall aspire to our soul's bliss. Then we shall rise and view ourselves with clearer eyes in the calm region where no night can hide us from each other's sight. Meanwhile, thou hast her, earth, much good. May my harm do thee, since it stood with heaven's will, I might not call her longer mine. I give thee all my short-lived right and interest in her whom living I loved best. Be kind to her, and prithee look, thou write into thy doomsday book each parcel of this rarity, which in thy casket shrine doth lie, as thou wilt answer him that lent, not gave thee, my dear monument. So close the back the ground, and bout her shade, black curtains draw my bride is laid. Sleep on, my love, in thy cold bed, never to be disquieted. My last good night, thou wilt not wake till I thy fate shall overtake. Till age or grief or sickness must marry my body to that dust. It so much loves and fill the room. My heart keeps empty in thy tomb. Stay for me there, I will not fail to meet thee in that hollow vale, and think not much of my delay, I am already on the way, and follow thee with all the speed. Desire can make or sorrows breed, each minute is a short degree, and every hour a step towards thee. Tis true, with shame and grief I yield, though like the van first tookest the field, and golden hast the victory in thus adventuring to die. Before me, whose more years might crave a just precedence in the grave. But hark, my pulse, like a soft drum, beats my approach till thee tells thee I come. And slow, however, my marches be, I shall at last sit down by thee. The thought of this bids me go on and wait my dissolution. With hope and comfort, dear, forgive the crime. I am content to live, divided with but half a heart, till we meet till we shall meet and never part. Yikes, that was a longie. Alright folks, that's the poems. Thanks for listening, catch you tomorrow.